0: The international game has been. The marks Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 25 of Hoop Darshan.
1: Hoop Darshan!
0: Darshan. We've hit a quarter century, Karan.
1: Yeah, we reached 25. It's our, it's our uh, s- silver jubilee. No, is 25 silver? I think so. 25
0: silver, yeah. yeah. Silver, gold, what diamond, is. whatever. Yeah, it doesn't make. Yeah, yeah. We're not getting back on those kind of numbers. We are on jersey number. Uh, oh man, I forgot. I had this item at the top of my mind. Chandler Parsons. Jersey yeah. number Chandler Parsons. <laughs> Th-
1: there's a better 25 than Chandler Parsons. Is it? I'm I'm sure I'm sure. you 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 need to, you to to do your googling on this one there 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 is a superstar lurking out there
0: Oh, Hoover's there's number and no I don't know there's Al Jefferson I can't seem to find anybody else uh
1: I mean yeah that's <laughs> that's that, that that's quite a surprise I I think I think Vince Carter in the Dallas Mavericks won number twenty five but you know. Yeah,
0: yeah, let's, we can we can clutch at those trusts <laughs> yeah, let, let, let's,
1: let's do that. Yeah, yeah. speak
0: Speaking of Vince Carter, it was actually his birthday, so let's shout out and happy birthday to Air Canada, who's now Air, Air Dallas.
1: He, uh, no, he's Air Memphis.
0: Oh, he's Air Memphis. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, he's Air right. Memphis. <laughs> oh, that's yeah, that's, that's a funny thing. Um, but you know who else's birthday is today?
1: Uh, today. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. He's one one, one of our
0: one of our past guests? Uh, on the podcast Our Mantrash, Our eternal Indian Mankrash. Amjod Singh
1: our... Oh, it's Amjot's birthday today Happy birthday, Amjot Singh That's
0: uh, yeah. Yeah. That's awesome Absolutely Yeah, happy birthday, Amjot Singh And you know what um, Since we love to make segues Out of one thing to another um, You know what tournament Amjot likes to win the Senior Nationals
1: Amjot likes to win the Senior Nationals Even though he wasn't there For this one He, 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 has, he has won a few of them
0: Yes, that's right. So, Karan, um, the Senior Nationals is India's biggest um, basketball tournament and it just concluded. Can you tell our listeners what happened in that and where they can read about it? I'm sure you've written on it on your blog.
1: Yes, yeah, so the Senior Nationals finished about actually a week or 10 days ago. They were, um, so, so these are India's biggest, biggest domestic tournament. We call them the Senior Nationals. There, the full form is, you know, National Basketball Championship for Senior Men and Women. And it's been, they, these have been held since the 50s, um, organized by the BFI. And, and what happens is that they get the, the, the top state or unit teams together in one location. And they play this, you know, uh, full-on basketball tournament, men and women. And it's the most prestigious thing to win every year. This is what Indian talents are judged on. And this is this is the talent, and this is the kind of tournament that can then propel our best stars to get the international team call-ups. Uh, so, so this tournament just finished in Mysore or Mysuru, <laughs> down <laughs> in, in Karnataka. Yeah, uh,
0: that's, so it's, that's a, still a bit, uh, I don't know, I'm, I'm still old school, I'll call it Mysore.
1: <laughs> it's still funny to say it. Uh, and uh, so, so services men won, they beat U- Uttarakhand. And Indian railways, after a couple of years of, of dipping, they bounced back and beat uh, uh, a very impressive Kerala team, the, uh, the, the women's team. Indian Railways, before this, they had won, I think, 10 or 11 in a row. That's
0: right.
1: And Chhattisgarh beat them the last two years. And so, they find, this was sort of the comeback victory event. Yes. Um,
0: and Chhattisgarh did not make it to the final, So, that's a bit Chhattisgarh surprising.
1: did not. I think Chhattisgarh got uh, knocked out in the quarterfinals or so. They oh, knocked, um, got knocked out a little, little bit earlier.
0: Yeah. And um, it, uh, services is a bit of a surprise in the men's also, isn't it? Like I'd...
1: Services is definitely a surprise. Like, they haven't... Um,
0: I believe they haven't won in about five or six years either.
1: I don't think they had won in about six years, and it, it's it, it was it was impressive of them to make to make this comeback and um, make it come back into national relevance because they've been falling short for the last few years.
0: That's right. Uh, so it's, a, it's a good uh, good solid senior nationals from based on whatever social media interaction I have with the players, they seem to have enjoyed themselves in Mysore so i'm glad that my home state was able to put on a show that was uh, that made people happy to come there uh, you know who else was during who else was in the tournament covering this current i believe he uh, uh, i believe he's a guest for today's podcast
1: our guest for today's podcast is is just the man for this he's uh, uh he, he's basically been the, the most active and I'm, when i may say active i mean physically active he's been running his ass off covering indian basketball tournaments for the last two or three years um and we'll introduce him just right away uh, i want to introduce my guest for uh, our guest for episode 25 it's is gopala krishnan r uh, gopal what's up
2: what's up man how are you guys doing
1: you're doing really well um, go, where are you right now you're you're back home in bangalore
2: yeah, yeah. Luckily, once you know the senior nationals was close to home. Otherwise, I'm usually traveling like two and a half days one way. So this time it was in Mysore, oh, wow. which is like some three hours. So that's good. Last year we were in Bilwada, which was like back yeah, or beyond up beyond New Year's in Bilwada. Yeah. yeah, so
1: <laughs> that's the other thing. They always hold the senior nationals right around New Year's time. So it's just you have no option but to 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 celebrate New Year's with basketball, which is good and you know which is, which can be good. But not unless
2: you have other plans. Yeah, but I think there's a logic behind it. Uh, I actually asked them. I kept wondering, you know, why do you guys straddle two years? Because it causes a lot of problem even from the media standpoint. Do you call it a 2015 nationals, 2016 nationals? 2015 (laughs) slash 2016. That's a bit of a pain. But then the logic is that it's the vacation. So that ensures maximum participation. At least that's the reason I've been given.
0: Wow, hey, hey, hey. you wouldn't you wouldn't think that the BFI has like so much logic involved in their <laughs> decision. Hey, hey, hey.
2: No, no BFI <laughs> bashing tonight. <laughs> so.
0: Yeah, to, to get, just getting this started on the right note. <laughs> uh, this well, is also our like second attempt at getting Gopal here. So thank you for joining us, Gopal.
2: Yeah, the last time was uh, was crazy, right? Because every year I think there are one or two events that happen which bring basketball to the mainstream attention so i think last time you guys the satnam singh thing had sort of exploded that's right yeah, so, yeah but i'm but i'm glad i'm here now so
1: yeah you were you were a hot commodity last last time we <laughs> now, dude we not, we are in demand team for team like out. 10 days
2: a year that's it that's,
1: <laughs> so i just want to say like uh, it it must seem to our listeners we always we're doing like a bangalore overdose these days there's there's way too much of your. no no such shit. thing no such thing <laughs> <laughs> uh, and and the other thing is, Gopal, do, uh, Kaushik and I were discussing this. Have you felt comfortable saying Mysuru yet, or is it Mysore?
2: Uh, actually, uh, this was one of those debates that we had when we were doing all of these press releases. <laughs> that uh, should we call it Mysore or Mysuru? Because obviously Mysore fits the whole basketball culture better, but it was yeah. it is Mysuru. I'm okay with Mysuru. I'm okay with Bengaluru, Bengaluru, yeah. and all of the yeah, yeah. urus. So that's fine. The
1: the way I've just come to sort of decide not personally but just let the the flow decide is just by by Wikipedia whatever Wikipedia says is the right thing I'll, I I I'll listen to it whoever's edited Wikipedia that morning is basically becomes my my god for that
2: day okay <laughs> but that's not good from a journalistic standpoint right relying on Wikipedia. <laughs>
1: I, it's it's fine. I didn't. I, I can totally rely on Wikipedia from my That's <laughs> that's a kind of hard hitting journalism, I'm Too. Sorry, guys. I just stepped out
0: to edit the Wikipedia page. It's back to my now. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: so let me introduce uh, belatedly introduce Gopal to some of our listeners. If if you guys don't know, and if you don't know, what are you doing here? Gopal is uh, he's a lawyer by degree. Uh, I think you got your degree in uh, Jodhpur, Gopal.
2: Yes. Yes.
1: And and so, obviously, the, the first thing you do when you become a lawyer is become a, is you become a basketball journalist. That's the <laughs> obvious next step. Um, you guys would have read his articles everywhere. He's been in, you know, the Hindu business line. He's written for the Caravan, Fountain Inc. He wrote that amazing cover story. And whose artwork was it, uh, Gopal, the, the basketball player? Uh,
2: actually, that took me by surprise as well. I'm guessing they have their own internal designer. Sadly, I don't remember his name right now, but it was their own sort of design team that came up with that.
1: That that was a really cool story. Uh, You've written for the alternative, for tadpoles, for sports and you know, you guys, um, y- you do so many stories with the Basketball Federation of India. Um, Correct. But mo- most importantly, though, you are one of the creators of Ekloves, which is a sports media and management enterprise. Your ekloves com has become the the main force in reporting basketball in India. You guys are everywhere, and every event that's happening uh, is being covered by you guys. And a lot of those events you guys are there on the ground, specifically you. You're actually attending a lot of these events and you're writing about them, you're taking photos, you're doing interviews. So right. I'm 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 really thankful that you guys exist because because now there's so many different events from all over the country are can be can be connected together on, on, on the same place.
2: Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, 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 The whole idea of what we do actually is it's uh, basically it's it's sort of linked to even the hoopistani blog because that's how it actually began. If I don't know if you remember, in the run-up to this podcast, I actually checked one of my earlier emails that I sent to you when I was in college. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For I remember,
1: I remember <laughs> us, uh, us, us talking a lot back and even before we started like club we we talked on the phone for right. I remember we talked on the phone right. for a long time.
2: Right, right, right. So yeah, so the idea is just to sort of deepen coverage because in this day and age, if you can't have. Uh, one website for a sport I mean obviously something not right because it doesn't take much to even create a website you have all these templates now you have themes now so it's just a simple website I mean that's the least you can expect for a, for one sport so yeah that's right yeah but
1: but but somebody has to go out and actually do it and exactly. make the effort and, and and put the put the work out there I mean creating a website is one thing but you actually have to have real content on the website I mean I think a lot of people tried in the past having um, uh india related basketball websites full-fledged websites not a blog like Ooh, mine okay
2: okay um, okay.
1: i think they, they used to be hoop india.com or something like that i, f- I forgot uh but oh, but okay. you know they, they all dwindled into nothingness because after all you need to put some stuff out there you can't just keep talking about uh it, because there's no one else covering it where do you get your information from you know
0: right unless you're right, actually right
1: out there unless you're actually and uh, you and you guys and eklavez uh, you guys are well connected in the grassroots. So you have people who are constantly sending you information. So right, it,
0: right. So it's,
1: it's a lively website. It's, there's lively content. I think you guys are doing well on social media too. Um, right. Gopal, tell me. So l- let's get back to the senior nationals. You just came back mm. from 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 Mysuru, Mysore.
2: Right. Right. Um,
1: tell me, w- w- what was the experience like? Who Which teams or which players impressed you the most? Who should we be talking about in Indian basketball?
2: Okay, first to start off with, I want to give a shout out to the Chamundi Vihar Indoor Stadium. Because, I mean, come on, the the first thing you notice for any senior nationals is how is the facility? Is it something that that is worth, that can host an event of this uh, stature? Hmm. So, I mean, the the name sounds very deceptive. The the name sounds off the hook. (laughs) That, yeah, yeah.
1: That's so, the name of my that's the name of my next
2: comedy album, the Chomidi Bihar series. Yeah. So uh, I think it's, it's a whole Chamundi Hill and all of that. I, again now religion and all of that is not my thing, but basically the facility is awesome. It's like this indoor uh whatever facility that can host two games side by side and then they had like an outdoor one. So coming to the action, I I was I was honestly rooting for the Tamil Nadu men's team hmm. and the Kerala women's team. So, this is based yeah. on the fact that uh, Uttarakhand is one of those aging sides. I'm sure uh, Karan, when he was covering the sport in India like four or five years ago, they they were like probably a dominant force. I don't know if those guys had switched from railways to Uttarakhand yet, like Vishesh and they, Yadvinder. And all.
1: They, they, they had switched midway through my time with, with the BFI. They, they switched midway.
2: Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously, Uttarakhand was, is the defending champion. So… But then I thought that, you know, they you always think that every year they become slower, but somehow they manage to defy their yeah. age and reach the final. So, I was rooting for Tamil Nadu because they, they are young and they are, they have the deep bench and they have that mm. whole South Indian strategy thing going. which I thought, like, like actually after every game, their coach uh, Bhaskar used to come to us and ask if we can give him the footage of the game for scouting purposes. And oh, that wow. is… That's, yeah, I mean, that's, that's unheard is, of
1: in Indian basketball.
2: Yeah, and that's impressive, that's right? So, I mean, obviously, I'm mean, like, okay, they are, like, changing strategy and doing stuff. But then they had a meltdown in the semis. Like, they, they were up. They had, like, a 20-point cushion, but they blew that in the last six and a half, seven minutes. Again, because of 3D and uh, Riazuddin. I mean, somehow they just managed to elevate it. And the women's side, I was rooting for Kerala. Based yeah, on the yeah. fact that they have won the national games and they are wonderfully talented, you know they're amazing. The, the,
1: yeah, the, yeah, their young talent, their rising young talent is so impressive.
2: Correct. Yeah, because in the uh, in the national games, I, the equation that I don't know much about football. I'm sure Kaushik will sort of like roll his eyes right now. But <laughs> I was sort of comp- comparing them to uh, the Spanish football team before they won anything. no that's you know, compare to
1: to
2: the right Spanish football
0: team though that's it you're in you're in very contentious territory no right? I think
2: it's something about the, the national team so I think yeah you... I'm talking about oh, the national, national team, team. Yeah, yeah. alright okay that's fine okay yeah before they won you know because I thought the dam had sort of broken because until the national games they were one of those mm-hmm. teams which you expect them to win but they always falter right at the end yep but last mm-hmm. I thought this will sort of open up uh, whole new areas and they just go on a roll and become like the next dynasty but that didn't happen mm-hmm. credit to the railways for that because again, railways is under a lot of pressure, the women's side, because last two three years, two years, they've been using losing to Chattisgarh. Yeah, but I was uh, surprised that they that
1: because even they're sort of an aging side, right? Or, or have they added infused new young talent?
2: They have, they have, they have now Shruti Menon is the yeah is new uh, and they and they have. I mean, railways has always been you have like twenty options, right? Out of twenty, if you, mm-hmm. even if you get eight of them to just play as a unit, because that's what happened. Uh, again, mm-hmm. now stats is not something that is there in Indian basketball much, but their bench contribution on average was around 40 points per game, mm-hmm. which, is mm-hmm. crazy, which is crazy. Just crazy. That's what mm-hmm. I, it was sort of uh, anticlimactic. The way they sort of just blew past every team right from beginning to end. No player played more than I think 20 minutes per game, and wow. they were rotating players, which I, which I think was great. I also think it uh, Aparna Ghosh, the coach. I I think. Oh, she who's a legend, it, by the way. Yeah, total legend I mean and mm-hmm. she, she obviously know understands the sport and she's been coaching the railways for ages but I think it helped also that she was with uh, coach Garcia on the on the Indian uh, national team mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. so you can make out that this this railway seems different from the previous two railways especially in the way they're rotating players and using the uh, uh, sort of using the bench because if if you look at the top scorers there was never a ra- one railway player who had like 35 40 points it was always well, like I think- yeah
1: I think the, 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 it took them sort of, you know, the, the Gitu era ended for them, where basically mm-hmm. they had one player who would score 30 or 40 any given night. She was so much better than everyone else in Indian basketball, and I'm including the men. Like she was, <laughs> No, honestly, I'm not, it's not even a joke. She, she, she was so dominant that I think you could just throw her the ball in and she would, whatever team she was in, in, in a, any particular tournament, that team was going to win the tournament. So it was almost like, okay, who's, gonna, who's Gitu going to beat in the finals? Because she was that good. Uh, yeah, but I think yeah. that's for the last two years, they they sort of went through an identity crisis where they didn't know. With, uh, with, like I think Gitu played for one of those years, but she wasn't very good. I'm not I'm not quite sure. Yeah, yeah,
2: she she played the, the year when Chhattisgarh first beat them in the finals. The, the first upset, yeah. So I yeah, think yeah.
1: They, they have reinvented themselves, sort of like instead of relying on the one person from what you make it sound like, that they have fin- they've become, um, um, uh, they become they become more Spurs.
2: The yeah, yeah 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 I don't want to say Spurs but yeah essentially that's the, <laughs> the whole unit approach.
1: Well okay so I have uh, another comment sorry you you mentioned Kerala. Uh, how was Gina? I think Gina is is one player who I've I, I think is going to become a super duper star for Indian basketball. How did she yeah perform? correctly
2: yeah I mean so the thing about Gina that's a, our entire national team if you look at them they're all really young and this is something mm. that I've. That I've noticed in your articles when I, you used you, you to write about it uh, actively. And even now, there's, there's, there are always these three or four players on the national team who are in their late teens. Mm-hmm. And by the time they hit 20, they've already played for India like three, four years. So you don't know if you could call them future stars or current stars. But yeah, Gina, yeah. Was, yeah. Gina was like, uh, she was killing it. In fact, she was my vote for the MVP. It didn't go mm-hmm. to her because I guess you have mm-hmm. to give it to the to the winning team. I mean, there's a logic mm-hmm. to that mm-hmm. as well. But mm-hmm. I, and I also thought surprisingly Steffi Nixon, who I thought yeah, was yeah. It was generally a bit you know you consider her a bit shaky and unpredictable, she was mm-hmm. solid. She looks much like more athletic and consistent this time around. So yeah, Gina and Steffi were uh, essentially took them to the finals. But that's where the whole difference comes between individuals playing against mm-hmm. a cohesive unit. So yeah, but Gina was dominant. And no 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 doubt doubt about it at all.
1: And and Kerala also has. Um... The, the, the girl with the happiest name in Indian basketball, Elizabeth Hilarious.
2: Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, Elizabeth Hilarious, I, I don't know if she was on the side this time because okay. the whole, I, I mean, they relied mainly again on their starting unit. And I think there's a Ninu Mole as well. Yeah yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Another sort of uh, veteran who has played on the side during the Lusophonia games. So, so I have,
1: a, I have yeah. a question, and maybe like Kaushik, you can also answer this. Gopal, you mentioned earlier the whole South Indian strategy. Can you
0: explain to you an ignorant chicken <laughs> eating North Indian what you guys mean by that? <laughs> I'll let Gopal
2: take this one. So. Yeah, so, no, I don't mean mean this to be sort of a, a regional North versus South bias. <laughs> do also, it, do I'm, it. It's okay. We're always
1: biased. <laughs> all,
2: yeah, although I'm guilty of using this angle repeatedly. In every sort of knockout sort of thing, we push for this because the idea is that until you have a professional league come up, I don't even want to go there, but until you have that league come up, you have to try, at least in the media standpoint, try and create... Or yeah, you have to have
1: this. rivalries. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, you have to have rivalries. So the whole Punjab versus Tamil Nadu is something that I milk <laughs> all the time. It, it, so... it totally
1: needs to exit. I I, I agree. And, um, and there needs to be a little bit of, you know, friendly competition or not so friendly competition.
0: It is true though. I think there is like minor stylistic difference that you can see very, very clearly. Like if you observe carefully, you can see that there's like Tamil Nadu will always try to play the super fast... Game And like Kerala will always play like play till you die type and the North Indian teams like Punjab, Delhi, aryan and all these guys will always try to make it a one-on-one matchup as much as possible because that's all playing to their strengths, right?
2: Yeah, yeah. This time actually uh, TJ returned. That's another big headline. Yeah, yeah. So, so to, uh, to, t- t- TJ he for
1: our listeners, he's one of uh, India's most explosive ever point guards. Explosives in in, in all ways, off, off the court, on the court. He has rap music videos <laughs> yeah. out there. He's just, he's just an amazing personality who was sort of blackballed from Indian basketball for several years. And he, it looks like he Punjab gave him a chance back. And he played really well in this tournament, right?
2: Yeah, he did. I mean, in fact, uh, he sort of tied the team together because last year, it was terrible for Punjab. Like, uh, I mean, that was when they had Satnam Singh as well. So, at least... Uh, on paper, they should be doing better, but it was it was utter chaos and they sort of just uh, gave up completely in the end. During the national games, they were terrible. So they needed someone to come back. I think that that, that played mm-hmm. a big role in his return. The Punjab Association must have felt that they need a sort of yeah. veteran presence to uh, tie the team together. And he delivered. TJ Sahi, even from his U, UBA time, you know, UBA, he was still yeah, rusty.
1: Yeah, he played. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: So I don't know if you want to give her a UBA sort of side. Sort of we'll, intro we'll, right we'll,
1: now. <laughs> we'll get we'll, we'll get to it. We'll get to it. Um,
2: uh, okay. So so yeah. Like just, I was saying that yeah. So so T J. High was he returned to basketball action in August last year, hmm. and he was rusty then. In the sense, you can make out that uh, it's like how again I don't cause any blasphemy here, but when Jordan returned out of his first retirement and came back, it was TJ that T J. Jordan. Of those <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah. So so anyway. So this time he was he was much more accurate and he was. He was averaging, I think, almost a sort of double-double throughout until they mm-hmm. lost to the services, which which for me was a huge surprise. The yeah, services yeah. winning this time was... I actually had to ask Jorah Singh, the coach, I'm mean, like, when did you win it last? Because it was not in the last five years, otherwise I would have remembered it. So Yeah, so, yeah, uh, yeah,
1: it was a long time ago. And I mean, um, J- Joginder Singh ended up winning MVP. Joginder Singh used to be, or I mean, off and on, India's starting point guard for a national team. How was mm. he? Was he? Uh, how was the performances? Did he? Did he kill it in the in
2: tournament? Yeah, so not, uh, Joginder Singh, I mean, uh, he has always been, uh, in Scott Fleming's words, he's called him Mr. Big Shot. So he's the kind of guy who expect to knock down the three when you need it. But mm. personally, I have not really seen him, you know, take over as a point guard as such. And luckily, I mean, he didn't have to in this tournament right up to the finals, mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. this time Narendra Grewal for me was. was an equally big headline, if not bigger. And okay. second was uh, Jairam Jart. I don't know how he does it. But he yeah, seems oh, to... he's,
1: he's ageless. <laughs> the, 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 the ageless Mr. Jart. He, 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 he was 41 years old five years ago.
2: <laughs> like, he was honestly, he's, he's he's pretty damn old.
0: Yeah, could we dare say he's the Tim Duncan of the Indian Basketball? He's
2: yeah, that's actually that, not not least. a bad... Because he's because they were killing it on the boards. Like, okay. Jairam Jart, there's another guy called uh, SM Setu. Okay, ne- like he doesn't even have a Facebook page. That's how random it is. But in fact, that, was, that we we did uh, f- for this tournament, we had to do sort of daily uh, uh, top performers and things. So I had to struggle yeah, to, yeah, to find yeah. this yeah. photo online. So yeah, anyway, so yeah. so Jairam Jat and Setu were killing it on the boards, even against you know taller sides like Punjab, which have relied on the whole rebounding and transition game more than anything else. So so, so, so go- yeah. Um,
1: sorry, Gopal. Please continue.
2: Yeah, so I mean, the services they they really delivered and Narendra Grewal in particular, he stepped up to sort of, uh, uh, you know, take the matter into his own hands, so to speak. Because if you look, Karan would have followed it at the international level. It's always been Vishesh, Amjot Mm. or Pratham or Joginder knocking down the three. You never Mm. really have seen Narendra apart from his deep uh, mid-range jumpers. He
1: he gets streaky. He takes the most inefficient shots on court. And when they work,
0: they work. Is it, isn't yeah, Narendra this, the guy with the one-handed shooting action?
2: Yeah, yeah the one-handed shooter, totally. So, yeah, so this time he was at the top of the key dictating plays and all, which which I thought was, was great for him from the developmental standpoint. And he did that in the semis and finals, which I think is awesome. So,
1: uh, Gopal, you've been uh, covering now on, on the ground Indian basketball for how how, how many years has it been?
2: Uh, f- five, six years.
1: So… In, in just your time, you know, like we, we keep on talking about the, the sort of the, the rapid or what we hope to be a rapid development of basketball in India. And, correct. Uh, you know, j- just the development of styles, the way people play, the new mm-hmm.
2: uh,
1: the new coaching mechanisms or the new tactics that they employ, the way players change. You know, like players maybe who are shooting more or posting in more or whatever.
2: Correct, and, correct.
1: What have you noticed as as the trends or the improvements over the last five or six years, in the in the way we play basketball, because Dad. now we're talking about the national level, we're talking about the best of the best players in India, and you, you've seen them firsthand for a long time.
2: Correct. So I'm going to I can answer this question in two ways. One is give my opinion, or the second is give the opinion of Hanuman Singh. Okay, so because Hanuman Singh uh, was obviously a legend, uh, former player, and he was part of the uh, selection committee in my in Mysore or Mysuru, hmm. as we want hmm. to call it. So in fact, one of the journalists asked him this question. Mm-hmm. Because I think his opinion uh, probably should I mean definitely should matter more than mine. So I'm just gonna tell you what he said. Uh, sort of paraphrase his opinion. He was like, in today's game, based on what I have seen, you really can't make out who is an international player and who isn't. Mm-hmm. In our time the crowd janta knows that these three four mm-hmm. people, they, are, they are they are international. So now mm-hmm. you can't make out. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, he made it sound like it's a negative thing, but in I interpreted it differently. I believe that that shows that, you know, that players generally are following a particular fitness uh, regimen. They're mm-hmm, eating right, mm-hmm. sleeping right, training right. So you actually have a pool of, say, 20 to 30 players who are all in the top rung.
0: Yeah. So
2: that's that's how I look at it. Again, now, I can't talk before, five or six years before, that's, that's for Karan and others to do. But based on the last five years, what I've seen is that you have... A, a much deeper rotation, and you have players who are all seem to be much more fundamentally sound. Like apart from obviously Narendra Grewal, who seems to be an exception, there is a sort of standard <laughs> consistency in the way they approach the game. Again, <laughs> a, a lot of this credit also uh, has to go to Scott Fleming for sure. We all know that; I mean, he doesn't need an introduction. Like the former <laughs> coach, uh, sort of set up that system. When I spoke, because when I started covering it, I think uh, Scott Fleming had just uh, joined. So. It's, I, I kept speaking him, speaking to him every six months or so, and you could make out that there's this progression where he's laying the foundation for something great. And all these players, in fact, are a result of his foundation that he has laid. Obviously, it's not going to. I mean, you still need continuous uh, coaching. You can't just rely on what one man has done until last year. But what you're seeing now is is definitely his legacy.
1: Well, yeah, using a deeper bench is the the the, the highlight of in. What I heard when you you know when, when you talk about this because that 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 is always been a huge problem from uh, from middle school level till the senior level in Indian coaching is that they pick five players and maybe one sixth person and they just yep. run them to the ground they basically tom thibodeau every single night and it's uh, it, it, it's 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 so it's nice to see that basketball is becoming more democratic but now I still feel that maybe not every international but our biggest stars like for example Vishesh. Um, yeah maybe not because of athleticism you know his like physical athleticism anymore but because he's Mm -hmm. so experienced and he's he's played in so many big games you can instantly notice that okay this guy there's something separates him or guys like him from the rest of the of the crew just because uh, you know when he said uh, you can't tell who's international or who's not and I think uh, the other names that I would think of if they had played would be Amjot and Amritpal. Like, if they had played in this tournament, they
2: great, would have been great, head great. and
1: shoulders. You would have been able to notice, like, oh, wow, like, where did these guys come from? It was sort of, they would have been colour TV in an era of black and white, you know, where they would have just blown everyone's minds. Yeah, off the
0: charts with the comparisons today, Karan. No. I'm,
1: I'm, I'm <laughs> killing it. I'm the, <laughs> I'm, I'm the TJ Sahi of comparisons this morning. Oh,
0: brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> Gopal just taking this podcast in a slightly different direction so you get to travel to different parts of the country covering basketball what's that like um, what are the what are some of the better or the more different experiences that you've had covering hoops across the country
2: yeah so actually when when I started off it was uh, a lot of it was convincing these organizers that they do need someone from the media there mm-hmm. because usually the prevalent notion is that yeah, around the court, 200-300 people so why do we need a media guy? Like, what is what is Facebook? We don't need Facebook. Like, there is a local Rajasthan, Patrika has covered it, so that's good enough. <laughs> it's, so It sounds so ridiculous <laughs> to
1: say this, but this is 100% true. <laughs> this is <was> actually happening.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so anyway, so the first... So, it, it always starts off really uh, tough. In fact, my first tournament, which which I covered under the Eklavya's banner as such... I mean, it's, it's not it's hard to call it a banner because it was just me and that logo and a Facebook page <laughs> but, but I mean bias. I do yeah <laughs> so it, it was in Mysuru itself oh. so that was an all India women's invitational so it started from there and then obviously then you keep calling up these uh, tournament organizers and there are some unpleasant experiences no doubt like for example in I had gone for the Kerala Senior State uh, Championship and there I was given a room where all bed bugs and stuff you know and it's, it's sort of messed up but then obviously you have to develop that uh, sort of repetition. I'm sure, like for example, in fact, many times when I was going initially, people thought I was Karan Madhok. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm not, I'm like, "Are Karan or? And your blog, but I'm like, padha hai I'm like uh, no, I'm not Karan. <laughs> so this, this happened uh, for the first. I, I mean, every tournament. In fact, even Baby Kuti. I mean, Karan knows him. He's the Kerala Basketball Association yeah, yeah. media coordinator. Like extremely dedicated guy, and he was like. Yeah. Oh, you're Hoopistani. I'm like, no, I'm not Hoopistani. (laughs) So, but yeah, that's how it started off. And then obviously uh, you pick up and and you get uh, much more support from the organizers when they see the kind of work you're doing. Like for example, one more problem used to be, uh, they used to take the score sheet and disappear. Okay, because the referees, referees, their job comes to an end once the match is over. So they just want to go back to their families or go back to their rooms. And you know that's that's it because they, they start early and end early. But our job starts three hours later and ends three hours later. So then you have uh, the stadium lights being switched off. So I, I, we have to run around behind the admin guy saying media media ka kam chal raha hai bhi. So don't uh, switch it off. So that that kind of sort of initial teething problem. In fact, that happened in Mysore as well. So so these are sort of uh, you know things that you get used to and it sort of becomes like a story. I mean, it's fine. It's not a big deal. What are some of your favorite places to visit across the country? For in terms of for basketball yeah i would uh i would say i've always i've never been to Punjab, you know because now uh interestingly i mean we have guys in the north and south and east and west so that's something we have developed consciously but i have liked kerala simply because i've I've seen the kind of participation there and it's very democratic that there, there doesn't seem to be any sort of uh you know age ka panga because that's a huge issue also generally we have seen so you find that Kerala, they actually have districts, and they ha- they encourage uh, young kids, boys and girls, to take part in these events. So so Kerala is something I've really liked from from simply the ambience point of view. Punjab, I've heard is is Punjab. I mean, <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's, it's crazy. It's like, nothing like Vishnu, my uh, uh, my colleague has covered Punjab, and he was saying that you it's actually like the city that never sleeps when it comes to a basketball event. Like, there's always yeah, yeah. some bootlegging going on throughout the night. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And there's a basketball, non-basketball, there's something happening there. So, Punjab, I would love to go, but I haven't been there. And Delhi, I'm, of course, for the, for the facilities.
1: There's so much talent in Punjab. Sorry, like, just... Uh, I'm, I'm specifically talking about the men's teams. Yeah, yeah, even yeah. if Even if everything else, you know, like, the, there are all the other Pangas there, as you mentioned, the age panga Like, for, you, you had mentioned Satnam earlier. One of the reasons yeah. why just bringing in Satnam doesn't solve problems is because he still right. had to play on the bench as a backup for a lot of seniors or play limited minutes, you know, which is ridiculous because this is a guy who's been drafted into the NBA. But in India, he had to follow the the, the the Punjabi hierarchy, so to say. But once you look past it and you look past all the bureaucratic problems, man, Correct. just the, the talent there is, is is off the hook. It's, it's very encouraging to see Like whenever you feel that, oh, where's the Indian basketball talent going to come from? You turn mm-hmm. to Punjab, you see so many amazing guys who, who could possibly make the Amjot Singh-like breakthrough,
2: you know. Totally, totally. That's true. That's true.
0: Uh, and Gopal, when you go traveling to these tournaments, what exactly comes under the banner that you mentioned that Ekalavya has test? Like, What are your responsibilities? What do you aim to to try and showcase through your website and
2: platforms? Yeah, so the uh, the way we look at it is that it it's not about the content that we put on our website our website is actually a reaction to other mainstream media houses not carrying basketball news in enough detail so so we don't really uh, we don't care who publishes it so that's why we in fact do a, a lot of PR work so as we look at it in our website there are two aspects to our content one is we try and talk to tournament organizers and represent them in the best possible light so that we can send news out of their events and results uh, to the mainstream media and then the second rung is your yeah, original content because when we are at these events we also speak to some uh, players we do interviews and we also discover some nice feature stories or some angles which we can later cover on our website so i mean that's these are the two basic aspects to it the pr work in terms of just the getting basic information out because that itself is a huge problem you can't really analyze indian basketball without first knowing what are the events who are the players what are their stats Only then, because now we we talk a lot of the NBA and whether Steph Curry is better than Iverson or the whole comparison between Steve Nash and Steph Curry, right? But then the idea of what we do is to uh, get enough information out so that people can start doing that for Indian basketball players. That's, I mean, roughly or broadly what, what our agenda is. And what would you say is, like, you spoke about some of the challenges of covering Indian
0: basketball. Like, what did you think is, like, the most rewarding or the thing that you like most about Oh, oh yeah
2: that that's 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 a that's a great question because uh, this is something i'm sure even Karan will agree or anybody who has interacted with indian basketball players will agree it's the humility when you go to any event or when you speak to any player they are like ha gopal sir ha gopal bhaiya mm-hmm. you know that kind mm-hmm. of and and vishesh actually calls me bhaiya which is which i find, yeah, i don't yeah. know how i feel about that <laughs> but, he, he's he's india's <laughs>
1: captain and he he's, he say with me he, he treats he treats i mean anyone you know anyone he meets he treats everyone with equal respect, which is amazing.
2: Yeah, yeah. That the, the humility is something that gets me every single time. Because when, when I had gone to Nepal to cover the South Asian qualifiers, the players were also genuinely like, okay, someone aapne effort kia, yaha, Bangalore say and if you weren't there, nobody would have taken photos of us. And that sort of it, it's bittersweet, right? I mean, you love it, love the attention that your work is getting, but at the same time, you like the indian team is essentially glad that someone is covering them playing which which pisses me off honestly yeah, i mean it should yeah. not it should not be that way uh, but then again the con of this when i i, I asked troy Justice this in one of my early interviews uh, that uh, once if assuming players become famous you think the humility aspect will go away and he was like it doesn't matter i mean they should get what they deserve right so yeah yeah, anyway, so yeah th- that's... i
1: love i love for the day when i show up at an event and vishesh is so famous he doesn't recognize me like that would be a positive that would be a positive development in indian basketball because it would mean that
0: these guys are killing it you know that's true. Yeah, totally. That's true. And we lament totally. so much about the. I know, I know, Gopal. You said you don't want to talk about professional league. You don't even want to go there. But Karan and I make this joke almost like we we'll go there once every once every <laughs> two or three episodes. That there is a bloody kabaddi league in the country, and there's nothing for basketball. So you're, you're absolutely right. The least these guys do is deserve their attention. Uh,
1: Gopal, yeah. so I mean, out of talking to these guys, and you you sort of had a relationship with with, with, with some of, a lot of top players in, in India. Now you've been talking to them for a long time. What have you learned from... You know, I mean, I have my own opinions about this, but I want to hear from you. What do you feel are their motivations? Like, why are they doing this? Why are they out there? And like, what do they want to do in, in their lives, in their basketball lives?
2: Uh, you know, this again is is a very interesting question because it depends on at what stage you're talking to a player. Like if you talk to a player who is 15, 16, 17, then then their main motivation is I railway a job in the railway or I want uh, a tryout or I want to get into a good college on a scholarship. When I say good college, I'm talking of Delhi University, that kind of, uh, any sort of uh, state-run university. So the motivation first and foremost is to get a job. And then when you uh, speak to another, say 25, 26-year-old who has already made it Uh, say got a job at any of these leading PSUs, then the motivation becomes honestly much more pure. I don't mean it in a degrading, obviously getting a job is also a very fundamental and uh, uh, righteous motivation as such. But when you talk to someone who say 25, 26, then it translates into, uh, I want to play for the country. That's it. Because then there is no, there is no real financial reward. Once you have already got that job. So then the the motivation is that I just want to play because, I mean, that's what I like about these players. You know, there's no sort of second guess or doubt about it apart from these outliers like, say, TJ Sahi or Robinson or any of these these sort of uh, Shahid Qureshi for that matter where they have sort of uh, said that I will not play because it doesn't meet my A, B, C, D requirements that the facilities are not uh, not good enough. None of these players ever complained. In fact, when I went to... Urupi. Uh, okay that's uh, in Ka- uh, Kaushik you might know this. yeah of course uh, so I mean they were training they were like bhai this is I have no complaints this is brilliant let, let basketball come to all these smaller towns also we don't mind going anywhere for a training camp so it's just pure motivation and desire to play for India that's I mean that's that's what keeps them in the game
1: now see I've written about this and, and one of the and I agree with you with everything you've said so far one of like the problems that be- that happens at, at and I'm talking about the very highest level the the guys at the Vishesh Yadu uh, Jagdeep Singh Bain's level you know guys who played in the Indian national team for a long time is because is is that they end up then becoming that becomes the upper limit of their career like this is as good as it's gonna get correct you know? and uh, apart from the 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 very recent and rare situation of Amjot and Amrit Pal going to Japan to play. There's nothing. Nothing becomes. There's no higher to this. Like this. This becomes their ceiling. We we get to play for India. We go to international tournaments. We may get one or two wins. Uh, finish between tenth and twelfth, and this is it. Like this is gonna be. And, and we'll come back to India and we'll completely dominate in the national level tournaments. Like okay. Vish, I, I I keep come I, I come back to Vishesh as an example, as an example again. He. Uh, He's playing really well internationally now again, but he went through a dip about four or five years ago. And I think it was because of complacency where he was the MVP of every single tournament in India, but he would go abroad and all of a sudden... He he, he was really good in India because he was facing the same rivals over and over again and the same systems and the same teams. But he would go abroad and get completely exposed by obviously way more talented and, and more experienced players. So... What do you think? Have you noticed this with the players, and what do you think is the solution?
2: Yeah, so this is again like a great observation, and I think this has distinctly changed in the last two point five years. Like when I when the first interviews that I did, I mean I would agree with you hundred percent, but now in the last two years, this sort of ceiling has broken because the fact that Satnam has made it, that mm-hmm. I'm sure acted as a motivation for Amjot and Amritpal to say bhai because they know right that they can they have sort of ragged satnam to the ground back in ludhiana basketball academy so they know yeah. that if, if satnam can make it so that sort of uh, takes uh, away that uh, whole barrier right that i'm playing for india
1: amjot came, um, came on record on hoop darshan and said that he would beat satnam 101
2: so <laughs> exactly so we, ha- we exactly. have that <laughs> <laughs> yeah so you have it on record so that's my point my point is that once Satnam made it to the NBA all these other Indian basketball players I mean they they all said it's great for Satnam we love it we support him but you could sense when I, when I speak to them face to face you could get it in their eyes that bhai you don't know I'm better than him <laughs> so that whole so th- then the whole Japan thing happened right where these two guys are killing it there agreed it's not the top tier league but they are performing there to a very high level and the yeah. same is there even now even if you go younger, you have guys who are 16, 17, 18. We had done this in a preview uh, to the senior nationals. You have guys like Prithvi Reddy, who,
0: mm-hmm. has,
2: who has, who's not, again, not your uh, elite talent as such. But the fact is, he has found a way for him to go to Europe and then go to the US all on his own. Mm-hmm. So so this barrier that, you know, playing for India is the, is the zenith and nothing more. That has definitely been shattered, I would say, in the yeah. last year and a half, two years. Uh, Gopal,
0: coming back to what Ekalavyas does, uh, okay, like Karan mentioned while he introduced you that like the most obvious thing that somebody who earns a law degree does is to start a basketball uh, startup, totally... so to say. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what, what kind of uh, challenges or what, what are your opinions on like running a basketball media or a management company or an enterprise, so to say, like the business side of things, like surely this is not like... This is not that cushy, lucrative sort of thing that, uh, not initially, at least, I'm sure you'll get there someday, but it, it's like a, it's like a tough decision. What are the business side of, of things being Like like how- Okay,
2: so we, yeah, yeah, I mean, that, that's, again, I mean, uh, the answer to this question will hopefully keep changing for the better every year. <laughs> I mean, but, but yeah, when we started off, uh, the whole idea was that you st- be very practical, like, like, in fact, before starting A Klaviyas, we did our research in the sense we read all of Karan's articles. We got an idea that, okay, this is what the reality is. So let's be very real in our assessment that you Indian basketball needs five years to even make a mark and then maybe 10 years to have some systems in place. And 20 years, you can probably say that India should be playing among the top Asian teams. So we already Dude, my have art- that. My
1: articles were so
2: depressing. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was reading between the lines. <laughs> yeah. So so anyway, so the idea is that we, anyway, first of all, we are in this for the long haul. So we don't expect to, uh, if we had to make money, we all would be doing something else. <laughs> Let's be very honest. About yeah. It. Yeah. Like, yeah. But th- that said, the idea also is that we want to create a framework so there, there were challenges, but I also kept my writing going on the side. I kept badgering current also to get me some lead in slam and here and there. So I mean, these kind of networking uh, work still happens. I even applied for a job at BFI first. Mm-hmm. So that was, in fact, uh, Karan, you might, I actually met Harish Sharma when you were yeah, also there yeah. in, and, and that's what I remember uh, one, one of earlier memories that you have to sort of, he himself said that you need professionals who like basketball but who are professionals in other other fields. Like you need uh, someone who loves basketball but is a techie. You need someone who loves yeah, basketball yeah. But, but is a, a software, uh, whatever, a, a, a doctor. Then you need someone who likes basketball and management. So he had that vision back even in 2010. And that's what we're trying to do. Where Basically, the idea is to get people who might be interested in different things to come together for the sake of basketball and then uh, work according to their interest because the, you have to create a support system around the sport you can't just say bfi has to do this or bfi should is not doing this right so i don't know that answer is a question but that's oh uh,
0: uh, definitely definitely at least it gives a peek into what your vision for echelogas and indian basketball in general is like no matter what uh, what piece of the puzzle you and your company fits in there so uh, right. an- another thing that i wanted to know about like you you have to deal with organizations like BFI and the UBA, which yeah. we spoke about some time back as Correct. well. Uh, Correct. What do you believe is the motivation of of stakeholders like these guys, like the ones who you have to work with, or the ones who hired you,
2: rather? Uh, well. See, every organization has to put its uh, best interest forward. Like the job of the BFI is to promote basketball in India, the hmm. same way that the job of the UBA. Is to promote its own league, the same way like how NBA, the job of the NBA in India is to push the brand of the NBA and their work in India. So when we work with these stakeholders, we obviously have to deliver to them in their in their sphere of interest. But when how we look at basketball is that you need all of these stakeholders to work side by side, because, because at the end of the day, if they all deliver on their respective areas, essentially overall the uh, the situation of basketball develops
0: right uh, what do you think some of these organizations are like doing right or what more do you expect them to do like uh, now this comes from more that, more of a, like a basketball fan of a fan of the sport in india like what do you think are things that are doing uh, that that they're doing right and that they could do
2: better i'm saying right. the nba yeah, so what, what the NBA is doing, right, is they, they, they realize that they have the biggest reach. So so the fact that they have got Satnam into the league, the fact that they get getting all these celebrity Indian uh, stars to play in, like, say, the celebrity game, Abhishek Bachchan was there. And they got all, they, every year they get, uh, you know, NBA stars to come visit in, in the summer. So they, that they, the job.
1: They had Neha Dhupia flirting with Jimmy Butler.
2: Those oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. Just,
1: just, 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 to, just to, like, briefly interrupt you, that was a very flirtatious moment there, in the locker rooms behind the... in, in the United Center in Chicago.
2: Naya yeah, Dupiria, the, whole the leaning against the wall thing. The whole <laughs> leaning
1: against the wall. <laughs> the, the, the public wants to know, Jimmy Butler, what happened that day. that's us <laughs> continue.
2: Yeah, I was actually afraid of the comments in, on YouTube. Like... You know what the comments are, you know. Anyway, so that
1: that, that that's only gonna help Indian basketball though. If, if if Neha Dupia and Jimmy Butler can foster a healthy relationship, that's good for, for, for the NBA for NBA India and Indian basketball. I'm just throwing yeah, that exactly.
2: out there, Yeah, Think so about course, it, Neha. that's what Yeah, totally. I mean I, I, I would totally support their union. But <laughs> You sound but like a mother in law right now. <laughs> yeah dude but, So I mean I didn't know what else to say. Anyway, so so yeah, the NBA is the one that'll sort of get the foot in the door when it comes to giving basketball the eyeballs that it deserves but that's when step two and three the whole uba and bfi taking it to the next level and developing the sport from their own angles that's when it comes in um uh
1: kopal what do you think is or where do you think indian basketball is heading i mean this is quite a bombshell of a big question and i'm putting a lot of pressure on your answer now What do you think is the future? Like next 5 years, 10 years? Where are we going?
2: Uh, Again, I mean, we are all uh, believers, right? So, I mean, our job is to just work towards what we can in developing the sport. Again, I speak as a private uh, citizen. A club is a private company. So, our job is to just do whatever is possible from our side and not really worry about uh, things that don't concern us. But I think the future remains bright and specifically in terms of what we can, we would like to deliver on is four areas, which I think will help basketball generally. The one is we want to improve the documentation of the sport. We're mm. talking of every event needs statistics. Start from there. I think I listened to the po- podcast where you had Vasu on, on, yeah, on the yeah. call. So where, where you asked Vasu, will you be interested in coming to India? He's like, I think India is very far off in terms of video analysis because right now you don't even have games recorded forget about analyzing it you don't even have box scores of each game so we want to be that thing where you know we insist and try to push that in our services saying that you record games, you have score sheets you have stat sheets, start there so documentation is number one second is improving facilities you keep talking of Indians not you know their ball handling is weak and all of that but you don't have facilities, you make them play on cement courts so how do you expect them to remain explosive beyond the age of 23 right so the whole and the third of course is the coaching you can't have that same soviet style mentality that i will make you do chakkar of the ground 30 times so so that that doesn't work so even that has to change which is why some of these younger coaches are coming and they are it's not that difficult right you can learn off the net if you can't learn off google today then you can't you can't learn even from uh,
1: then you can never learn yeah
2: (laughs) yeah you can never learn so i'm saying you are running out of excuses now which is which is which i find great because you may look at it in a way saying that Indian basketball is worse off than it was, say, 30, 40 years ago when we probably finished fourth in the Asian Games. So, technically speaking, we are worse off. We are now ninth or tenth. But I don't think that argument makes sense. I think we are reaching a point where you will have no choice but to improve.
1: So I don't think now... we worse off. I think other countries have just improved where we stayed static. And I think that's what happened. So, in that sense, I guess we got worse where other countries used all these modern Correct. technologies and modern coaching tactics in, uh, incorporated better ways of developing young talent whereas correct. we continue to do the soviet style thing as you said yeah,
2: correct so so anyway so that's changing now that's what i think you're running out of excuses now which i think is great because from then that's when you the, the real stakeholders the real uh, you know genuine coaches the genuine players and the genuine sort of organizers of events will will start getting more of a hold because you had a lot of also honestly you had a lot of pretenders over the last mm-hmm. 10, 15, 20 years saying that ye this is something I also have found which is unfortunate. That you have some coaches saying it is because of me that happened.
1: Yeah, <laughs> well, everyone takes credit.
2: Yeah, yeah so I'm saying you, you're reaching a point where you, you honestly have to deliver. You can't just talk that, you know, be, yeah, it will happen. So I've reached, that, That's the sort of credibility that I think India Indian basketball is heading towards which is always great.
1: Well, and you know, so sort of some of the, the sore thumb problems, I mean, th- there's many little problems, but th- the, the first few I could think of as I was, like, planning this interview was, um, you know, I don't think we do a very good job of honing young talent sooner. Like, we wait too late. Guys like Great. Amjot and Amrit Pal, man, like, I wish they were discovered when they were 11, 12 years old. They'd be at, at NCAA Division one for sure. Like, that would be the minimum uh, future for them. Um, uh, obviously, the, the, there is the big story that Kaushik and I always come back to is that there is no... Basketball Federation of India organized National League, like a full-on league where players are professional all year rounds. They don't need to be semi-pros, basically. They don't need to have these other jobs. Basketball can be the only job. They can think about it all day, all night, all year. And thirdly, it's uh, eventually, and all of these are interconnected, that our national teams then would improve. Our national teams remain, apart from a few big wins here and there, we remain between mediocre to poor when it comes to the... Asia's biggest tournaments Right What do you think we are, we are going wrong With these Like Why don't you start with, with, with the with the Young talent scouting Thing first And then tell me About the The, the leagues and, and where the leagues Should be heading Or what should be The future for that
2: Yeah see again I would look at it In reverse Again I, I promised earlier I would not talk Of a pro league But honestly You can't have You can't you talk can't Of a pro
1: yeah. Yeah, you can't it's, have. You can't a, talk about. The
2: room. <laughs> yeah, you can't talk about developing it. Like I know what you're saying. Like in the US, you'll you probably have like the A U and you'll have these mini uh, uh, club championships. So you have national level events right from under 13 onwards. Yeah. But yeah. Th- there is no incentive for that to happen unless you have a league, because only when you have a league, then each franchise will have to develop its local talent. Yeah. And then if there is more and more competition that between teams for players then that will push them to develop more talent at a younger age. Because in the US, there's such a sort of, it's saturated, right? At the pro level, you aren't really, like, I, I, again, I don't I don't want to speak of the U, US or NBA because that's not my forte. But I believe that it's so saturated at that elite level that people are going younger and younger. You have Nike and Adidas running behind 10-year-olds, 12-year-olds to get them to endorse their product. So that when they turn 20, that whole loyalty thing is still there. So I'm saying that that aspect the under 13 can only develop once you have a league and then you work backwards i mean so the first step again to See, that would be the whole bfi but, issue needs to be resolved but like, but, but
1: you know think, thinking along those lines and i also want to add it has to be like a, 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 something that has like private interest because correct. technically the the senior nationals is the, the the government sarkari version of a pro league where every, every state should be developing the local talent so eventually they they are really good for this by the time they become seniors, by the time they play in, you know, when you talk about uh, the US having under thirteen level tournaments, so do we. We have national level sub junior tournaments for under 14s
2: No, no, I, but, I, mean, I'm talking of like a league based structured tournament. Which, the unstructured which, which, version we've always the had, players,
1: <laughs> which 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 eventually pays the players. You know, I think at the end of the day that becomes the answer. Like, why should a a parent or a young child at that age? Think about basketball. If there's no money in it, so that I I think basketball league will be
2: the answer in terms of uh, a financial incentive.
0: It should have been the answer ten years ago, but yeah.
2: (laughs) No, but I like your point of the. See, again, you have the the because even even in any sort of developed basketball market, you have the government or public owned leagues and franchises, and you also have private players. Who are doing things on the side, which is equally profitable. Obviously, in terms of absolute revenue, it's not the same, but they are viable, sustainable units, which is why I like the fact that UBA is now pushing for its own. I mean, it has its own pro league, which is now pushing into the second and third seasons, which I think is great. And the, the same thing also has to happen in terms of other at the at the college level and school level. So once you have that, it also forces uh, the you know the the authoritative. Uh, entities so to speak to also push for their own uh, versions of the league
1: man you made the authoritative entity sound like all the, every single villain in star wars <laughs> <laughs> no,
2: not, not at
0: all not at all <laughs>
1: the authoritative <laughs> entity <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> no but honestly like what you say about the structural changes that need to be heading. Uh, the direction of basketball in India. That's exactly how it should be. Like, if if there is a pro league, then there is incentive for the other stuff to come in as well. Yeah. yeah
2: another interesting angle could be like, uh, you know, I know Kaushik, you said, or this is the thing that we bitch about generally that Bhai, mein league hai, badminton mein hai. <laughs> but I mean, I want to give kabaddi the respect it deserves. Oh, definitely. I
0: am mean, I mean, trust... just using it like
2: a. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Trust India to come up with that one sport where where you need guys to hold hands throughout the game. <laughs> I mean. But anyway, so but I no, look at it differently. We're
1: not disrespecting. We're not. Uh, yeah, we're disrespecting basketball for not catching up with kabaddi. That's Absolutely. the bigger problem. You know, no, that's so
2: my uh, my my how I look at it is different. The fact is that okay, now you have developed a kabaddi pro league. You have a badminton, and you also I think you have a TT thing coming up. They, so
1: they, there's a there's a pro wrestling league, and I don't mean the WWF style, like an actual yeah. So
2: so uh, my point is, eventually, league. all these stakeholders, like guys like Charu Sharma right who who's been the brain behind the kabaddi league eventually you can also that's this is another angle to explore where they will eventually turn their attention to basketball saying okay now kabaddi ka ho gaya badminton ka ho gaya we have done leagues in like 15 sports so now now is, like basketball is the last resort so to speak i mean that's a very negative way again of looking at it but the fact is eventually once you have leagues already established then these uh, stakeholders will turn their interest to basketball okay well, but i mean
1: for for that to for that to work successfully, and I'm sure Gopal, you will. Um, you, well, you 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 may hold your comments on this, but the, the the Basketball Federation of India has to be a working, functioning, and collaborative unit.
0: It has to be one and, unit.
1: IMG, <laughs> yeah. I mean, and I can speak from experience from working with them. You know, IMG Reliance have for years been trying to push for for a more cohesive system from from high school league, college leagues, and eventually become a professional league. But because the the bfi side has been so shaky that 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 relationship between private and public to then hone that talent or find the grassroots talent and you know cuz bfi at the end of the day are everywhere they're spread across india and it, they, they'll have to be involved to to provide you know not to provide the players obviously cuz the players are there but to help right. create a better network of of this future potential league so un, until they get this shit together i don't see this happening um, I mean, not saying that their shit isn't together. They're doing better than they were a year ago, uh, and and I think the BFI has sort of recovered, sort of at least the Kovindraj faction more or less has recovered from uh, from how it broke apart a year ago. But once those things start working, functioning perfectly is the only way I see. Then private incentives, people trusting it, because why would someone invest in it if they don't trust that it'll, it'll, it'll even stand. Uh, as a strong structure by itself.
2: Correct, correct. I mean, that should be a good enough answer. Your thoughts go <laughs>
0: Current, yeah, current's, uh, <laughs> currents, playing offense and defense in
2: the same position. <laughs> totally, totally. See, I, I, no, I'm not. I'm, that's what I've said, right? The BFI issue needs to be resolved sooner rather than later. Because I, I love, like, like you said yourself, the work that they have been doing over the last one year is is very impressive. Considering that you know there are no funds, but you're still managing to send teams abroad. You're still conducting nationals. So it's still awesome. But, but again, to take it to the next level, you need all of the energy into one faction. You can't, mm. you know, be uh, divided in your approach. So that's, yeah, defi- I yeah. mean, that's why five years ago we were also optimistic again, right? Because yeah, yeah, because he was so approachable. Like they, I'm sure they hired like Karan Madhok. You want to write about basketball? Come write. We won't tell you anything. Just write. Go, go nuts. Well, my my origin
1: story is a is a is a lot more hilarious. It's I actually wrote a negative article about Hari Sharma, and <laughs> and,
0: and,
1: and that's why he hired me. He hired me because he, he, he bought him to the dark, bought me to the dark side as I collective like, joke with him uh, before like, before I could write any more negative articles, so to say.
2: Yeah, that's, in fact, uh, in fact, the article that I wrote was also negative, but the reaction was also negative.
1: But I mean, just on, on, on Mr. Harish Sharma's sense, that was actually very clear thinking. He, he saw... He saw like talent and interest more than he saw content. He saw, okay, the content may be against us, but there's an interest Mm. in basketball in a talented writer. So let's go after them, you know?
2: Correct, correct, correct.
0: Uh, Gopal, before we let you go very quickly, um, what do you think, like, what are your own ambitions for, like, A, personally and B, Eklaviyas in the next few years?
2: Well, I see my personal ambitions and Eklaviyas to hopefully get more and more integrated. Uh, in the in the years to come because that, that's how it should be right you start off with your own thoughts but you're able to execute it through your company that's the biggest dream so specifically with respect to Eklavya's what we would want to do is we have four areas which we want to develop one is of course the media side like I said the documentation is something we want to do second is uh, you already had Vishnu on the call before so he's heading our talent division where again because uh, we already know right what the problem are that players aren't getting exposure XYZ so what we're trying to do again from the private standpoint is to send as many players abroad and get as many players from abroad here I mean that's another interesting podcast altogether of how you know there are a lot of the Nigerian and African players coming to India again that's a different that's a feature interest thing that for later True. and then the third and the third is of course from the private like we can't start a league ourselves but what we would want to do is make sense of the unorganized competition that already exists in India you have hundreds of tournaments so yeah. we want to create at least a sort of link where one tournament like if a team does well in one tournament like a combined ranking system right like how you have in any league you have teams playing in uh, playing different matches and the points adds up and in the end of end of the season this team is your number one team in that league so we can still do that in india right you have private the same clubs taking part in 15 20 tournaments so even even until a league comes up you can add these points and identify okay these are the best players these are the best teams, these are, these are the best coaches. So, that sort of event, sort of uh, making sense of it. And the last is, like I said earlier, we want to focus on the infra side, where we want to push, because a lot of queries come to us. We want, to basketball, hai kahan So we, we feel like, okay, we have to tell you something, right? We can't send you to the same, uh, you know, place 20 kilometers away. So, the idea is to document all the existing facilities and develop it. Like, get a uh, these construction guys to, like if it's a mud coat, make it cement. If it's a cement coat, make it synthetic. If it's a synthetic coat, make it a PVC indoor. If it's from PVC indoor, you make it like a facility, like a proper stadium with seating arena and, and a gym on the side. So, I mean, this is this is sort of what we want to do in terms of the future of Eklaviyas.
0: Oh, well, it's, uh, it's really, like really amazing to listen to uh, such vision, such dedication, such passion to the sport. And I'm, I, I say this to a lot of guests, but if people as passionate and as talented as you head uh, things like this, the sport is in in the country is definitely heading in the right direction.
2: Oh, that's that's great, man! It's all vision right now. We we should have to do stuff. All right, you,
0: you said you said you're into the long run, right? It's not going to happen. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah.
0: Uh, totally, totally. Yeah. Yeah, it's a. Um, Mumbai it's, was not built a in a day.
2: It's <laughs> Mysuru mean... was not built in a day.
0: Oh, absolutely.
1: <laughs> Um, but but certainly, My, Mysore certainly became Mysore Root in one day. That just happened randomly. <laughs> someone, someone went on Wikipedia and just did that one day.
0: So,
1: <laughs> um, yeah. th- thanks a lot, Gopal, for giving us your time and, and just like kind of sh- sharing your energy of for, for Indian basketball with us. It's awesome that you're out there. Uh, if you go to any major Indian basketball events, you'll see this, do you, this like long-haired tall dude. Do you still have long hair? I've seen your photos. you're
2: you're so like five years ago (laughs) ago?
1: you haven't changed your facebook photo how do i know man
2: (laughs) Uh, yeah we're busy updating other pages
1: (laughs) yeah fair enough Uh, so yeah so you'll see this guy who'll come and ask you a lot of questions and um, you know be nice to him he's working really hard he's helping basketball in india
0: yeah, absolutely, and I think you're like out of the twenty five guests that we've had, you might be the like the third or fourth o- only guy who prefers like your masala dosa to a butter chicken. So I'm, how do you yeah, know I that,
2: didn't... by the way?
0: I'm just yeah, be... I'm just waging a guess because guys from Udupi.
2: No, so. I'm a gobi manchurian fan, dude. <laughs> okay. A gobi manchurian. <laughs> yeah, hmm. yeah, it's it's a very underrated dish.
0: Uh, that's true. That's true now you're making my mouth water it's like midnight here <laughs> uh, but thanks thanks Gopal for joining us it's uh, it was really amazing talk today. I think this is one of the most solid uh, discussions we've had in this podcast so thank you and we look forward to having you again in, a, in another few weeks my pleasure
2: man totally thank, thank you Gopal
1: bye bye so I want to thank uh, our friend Gopal for, uh, for joining us on the podcast Did, you know i've I'm, I'm known gopal for for years online and but 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 this is the most i've actually i think i've ever actually talked to him. and and, and this is the world that uh, indian basketball lives in we're sort of fragmented we you know the, the the biggest hub of action in indian basketball i think is right now online where where all the players and all the stakeholders and all people interested come together and that's how people share information so um, in that sense it, it was awesome to finally have that conversation with him and have him share his uh, his knowledge and his experiences, and and just his, his 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 the optimism he shares with all of us about for basketball in India.
0: That's right, and and, and I, li- I like to believe that like when you were like in the thick of covering Indian basketball, uh, that was one era where you know you were a fan who just was nuts about the sport and you covered the sport in like a multiple different ways but I think these guys are like a proper professional unit doing it, taking it to the next level, and it's a it's kind of evolution that I hoped someone would um, someone would do and I'm, I'm really glad that there are people actually doing it. Like we discussed earlier, it's not necessarily the most lucrative of things to begin with and it's not necessarily something that you click in, in a short amount of time. So it takes hard work, takes dedication and it takes passion as well. So I'm really really glad that somebody is taking care of the sport in India.
1: Yeah, that, that's exactly right. Like, when I when I was covering basketball in India, I, I just did it purely out of personal fandom. There was no there was no uh, vision, so to say, a long term vision to 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 make a structure out of it. it. It was very personal. Yeah. And whereas these guys have really taken it something, they've got people together, they've got that their club as banner, and um. Uh, and they've gotten me under the banner too I I write many features for them now on the website so I'm hoping that they they continue growing and uh, they continue growing with Indian
0: basketball absolutely Uh, and I think with that let's come to the end of the episode number 25 Episode number. What was it, Chandler Parsons? Uh, yeah, it's not uh, not yeah. not the most happening number.
1: We just call it the Gopal episode. Oh, it's the right. Gopal
0: episode. <laughs> Silver Jubilee Gopal episode. That's all.
1: Oh, oh, and it's um, it, it's it's one day past Republic Day in India, so uh, Happy Republic Day to
0: everyone. Oh yeah, Happy Republic Day to uh, to everybody listening. And as always, thank you so much for tuning into our podcast. You can reach us in a variety of uh, different media. Um, Karan is at Hoopistani on Twitter and I'm at, at underscore Kaushik7 and our podcast is at Hoopdarshan um, we're also on Facebook, iTunes Stitcher, Podbean and, uh, and a couple of other places as well so uh, just Google uh, Hoopdarshan and you should be able to find one of our different pages if you have any feedback or like questions for the podcast feel free to send it to us um, we'll, we'll probably have a, one of those Question and answer episode sometime soon as well, right, Karin? It's been a while.
1: Yeah, we yeah we did one of those episodes um, several months ago, uh, and we, we we had a bunch of questions. And and if, if we get enough fan questions, I think we may do a fan special episode. Reveal we will shout you guys out. If you have good questions, we'll answer them. If you have bad ones, we'll embarrass you. So that's will
0: still answer them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, all right, guys. Until next time. Then hashtag India basketball.